This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. What happens when a popular rock radio DJ retires, sells everything, and with his wife, takes off in an RV to see America? Ho, ho, ho! It's the Rockin' the RV Life podcast with Jeff and Patty. Join them each week as they share their experiences while giving you advice and tips along the way. Hi, I'm Jeff. Hi, and I'm Jeff's wife, Patty. We travel full-time in our RV. And this begins our second season of podcasting. And we thank you for coming along on the ride with us. We just recently met up with a really special couple. They have an amazing story and some really good advice for you. But more on that later. Our goal here is to pass along to you all the knowledge that we've gained from our experiences. And we've always said this is a two-way street. We appreciate your input. You've told us a lot about places to go, things to see, food to eat, and much more. And speaking of places to go, we have a list of five great events for RVers. And if you're not an RVer, these will work for you too. Yep, they certainly will. Number one, January 21st to the 29th is the Quartzsite Sports Vacation and RV Show. It's in Quartzsite, Arizona. There are plenty of places to boondock or stay. Yeah, there's RVs all over the place. We were there last year. Now, this show, they're saying, will be drawing an estimated 150,000 RVers. Wow. But they can fit them there because it's spread out. It's in the desert, and it's a lot of fun. There's also campgrounds, so if you make your reservation ahead of time, maybe you're lucky to get in. Otherwise, plenty of places to boondock. All right, second event is the Western Winter Blast Pyrotechnic Show. Wow. This is Thursday, February 16th. Oh, this is not to be missed. Lake Havasu City, Arizona. There's a lot of free camping and boondocking again. Five bucks to get in. But, listen to this, the latest fireworks being shot off. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Now, they say, don't bring your pets because... You know, that kind of sensitive to our ears. That's not good for them. No, it's not. And also, don't put on your car alarm because most of the car alarms go off with these fireworks. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is one unbelievable show. This isn't just 20 minutes long. (laughs) That's crazy. What time does it start? Like 7.30? 7.30. It goes till 10 o'clock. Yeah, it'll be at Sarah Park, Lake Havasu City, Arizona. Mm Yeah, don't miss that. Yep. Number three, Tuesday, February 21st. In 23, is Mardi Gras in New Orleans. Oh, my gosh. We've been to New Orleans. Of course, not for Mardi Gras, but we've been there. And we stayed at the New Orleans RV Resort and Marina. It's right on the canal, just coming right off of Lake Pontchartrain. Beautiful. It's only 12 minutes to the French Quarter. And they've got great sights. If you're in a motor coach, you can pull right up to the water. It's really nice. The only thing is, normally those sites are about $94 a night, mm-hmm. but I think that week they're going to be like 109 No, I couldn't imagine. <laughs> yeah. And then a standard site is normally 74 Right. They're going to go up to 92 for that week. But the nice thing about that place is they have the Lighthouse Bar and Grill right there. Mm-hmm. It's a New Orleans full-service restaurant and bar. That's really 
good. It is. And here's some of the featured drinks. The Pontchartrain Punch, the Hurricane, <laughs> the Mango Surprise, and Shipwreck. The Shipwreck. <laughs> I wonder what that is. Oh, I can only imagine. <laughs> yeah, and the featured menu items, Crawfish Boil Bisque, Seafood Platter, or how about a Smoked Creole Club? Ooh. That right. sounds really good. All right, number four in our list of events, the fall foliage colors throughout New England. Oh, that's beautiful. New England is beautiful in the fall. It sure is. Now, here's an event. <laughs> it's the 14th annual Vermont Pumpkin Chuckin' Festival. Oh. It's going to be on Sunday, September 24th, 2023 in Stowe, Vermont. Make sure you get reservations, though, yeah. because campsites in New England fill up fast yeah. for the fall colors yeah and vermont recently declared itself home of the world's best foliage oh with forest covering three quarters of the state Mm -hmm. and the highest percentage of maple trees in the country it's easy to see why pick up some maple syrup while you're there as well and finally event number five to put on your radar the albuquerque new mexico international balloon fiesta which takes place october 7th through the 15th in 2023 Mm -hmm. now they say rv reservations will go on sale january 11th nine in the morning mountain time wow but we're going to talk more about this one in a few minutes yep we sure are now you know what we've met some really great people along the way including a couple that emailed us to tell us their story of meeting in a harvest host and they eventually got married. Mm-hmm. That was Michelle and David Brown. We featured them in our episode 39 on a Zoom call. Ever wonder what happened to them? We know because we just ran into them in Sedona, Arizona. Yeah, as a matter of fact, we were right next door to them. Yes. We hung out with them and decided to sit down with them and find out how things were going for them. And along the way, they gave us some really important information, especially about the famous Albuquerque Balloon Fiesta and how you can get a campsite there. Yep. Plus, something happened to them on the freeway, and thankfully truckers save the day oh that's a heck of a story yep michelle and david welcome back to our podcast Hi, david and thank michelle you. oh my thank gosh you. thank you for ex- having us this is so exciting it really I can't is believe because we're here with them i can't believe it we finally met yes yes in person mm-hmm. <laughs> and we had a great time with you guys last night you had a really cool campfire and we sat around the campfire and talked you had a couple of neighbors come by mm-hmm. yeah and uh, it's like everybody knows you guys <laughs> It's all Michelle. She's out walking Carmen and finds people to talk to and just enjoys the the campground life. Oh, that's great. Well, let me just say, though, we are right next to them in the campground. Right. It just so happened that there was an empty space next to them. Yes. So in the campground, you drive around until you find where you want to be. And it just so happened, here we are. Yeah. So we're right next to each other. It's great. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. And it was fun just even we, we rode on our bicycles and here comes the, yeah, the big white motorhome. We and and it, there's someone in the front windshield waving yeah. wildly. Yeah, I recognized you right away. I guess we yeah. know them. Yeah, you guys are like celebrities, you know. I recognize you right away. It's like, there they are. I seen your long blonde hair. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> but it was interesting last night. You meet so many great people in campgrounds. Yes. It was the young lady next to you that you invited by that was from Alaska. Yes. And yes. there was the other lady who 
is traveling. She's been to 39 states. She drives a Fiat and sleeps in a tent. Yes. With her two dogs, little yeah. dogs. She has quite a story to tell, too, oh, of, uh, yes. of her travels. Um, she has cancer and, and is traveling just to see the world mm-hmm. and is enjoying every day. And yeah. that's what you know we try to tell people, too, is to get out and enjoy every day. Yes. Because you never know how long you're going to have. So we just want to encourage folks to enjoy every day and see what you can see. So Right. That's true. Well, you guys have been all over the place. One of the most cool places that we have yet to be, we've been to Albuquerque, we've been to Santa Fe, but we have not been to the famous Albuquerque Balloon Fest. And you guys did it. It was amazing. It took me a long time to get the campground reservation because mm-hmm. it like locked up the computer and everything. But I went back to my email and somehow we had gotten a reservation because it just kept saying error mess, sending me error messages when I was trying. But it took me three hours. On the day on the day of the registration opened, the day it opened, there were apparently a hundred thousand people signed into the website to try to get the reservation to camp there at the balloon fiesta. So Michelle. Bless her heart, she uh, stayed on and and was very diligent and and was able to get us a spot. So we were very pleased with that. The part that I liked, we arrived just a couple days before the actual balloon fiesta started. They Mm -hmm. start letting the RVs come in. So we were there like on a Thursday and it opened on Saturday. So we kind of got our bearings about us. And then on Friday, we walked over to the balloon fiesta where they were going to have all of the events and the balloons taking off. And we went up in a balloon that morning, which was fantastic. It was just absolutely perfect. It was perfect flying weather. The wind was low. The sun was out. The sky was clear. And we just had a, a perfect day for the for, to go up in the balloon. And I'm afraid of heights, but it did not bother me at all because I was. It was a different perspective mm-hmm. of than like when you're standing on the edge of a mountain and oh, looking yeah. over a cliff. You know, you. I didn't have that feeling of being fearful at mm. all. Oh, so that's great. That's interesting. And yeah. it's nice and quiet because you go with the wind. Yes. 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 That's a cool experience. And the view where we were in the basket, we could look out and there's hundreds of other balloons flying around us too. And they'd fly right beside you and you could but, wave at other people. But and, were you afraid of bumping into anybody or no no No, they have a very strict protocol of that the balloon that's underneath you has the right of way Uh because they can't see you they can't see so you can see down but you can't see up because of the balloons in the way Mm -hmm. so in albuquerque is a very unique situation in that the winds blow one direction and then you go up 100 feet or 200 feet and they blow in the opposite direction so they can actually maneuver the balloons by just going up or down into the various wind streams. That's fascinating. It was amazing. What's really amazing amazing is you have 100,000 people trying to get these sites, and it's boondocking. Mm -hmm. There's no electric, there's no water, and there's no sewer. No, That's right. You can pay for people to come around and and pick up your sewer to suck it out of your tanks for you. But we we survived fine for the four days that we were there. Mm -hmm. We we went prepared. Everything was empty and our water tanks were full. So we were all prepared for it. But uh, yeah, no, it's uh, quite the experience. You're you're in an open parking lot and with everyone around you, it's a it's a huge amount of RVs that are there to experience this. Do they have everybody set up 
in rows or yes. they, is it all numbered do you have to yes. be in a certain they take they, you once you once you come into the gate yeah. there's someone who takes you back and parks you in to a specific spot and you're assigned that number when you when you re- register online not when you oh, register when you online there. when you get there when you mm-hmm. get there okay. and you just pull up there and all these volunteers just take the little golf cart and they lead you right into your parking oh, space nice. and we pulled through they got it so we could pull through and we didn't have to try and back into any space oh, good, or anything yeah. like that uh-huh. but it wow. was just fantastic wow. and and I made friends with the neighbors behind us <laughs> and, of course <laughs> and, <laughs> yes <laughs> I made friends with them and then we crawled up on Sunday, we didn't go over for the early morning because we'd been up like at five o'clock every morning trying mm-hmm. to get over there to see the the balloon glow in the morning and mm-hmm. the the opening festivities. So Sunday, we kind of slept in, and I go out and there's like all these balloons above us. I'm like, I'm climbing up on the roof of the RV and I'm going to watch this. I got out and I climbed up and then here comes David and we're sitting up there and we're just laying on the top of the RV and just watching the balloons float by and the people behind us are taking pictures of us, you know, and so we got pictures of us up on top of the RV with watching the balloons in the background. And eventually some started to land near us as well because there were some open areas. And with the balloons, they just, there's times when they have to land and they look for an open spot and, and come down. When we were up in the balloon, our pilot came down and, and he was very pleased. He came directly down through two light standards. He was able to, to uh, guide his balloon down through it and landed in an empty industrial lot. And then their chase vehicle comes around and they get the balloon all buttoned up and into the basket. And then we ride back to the, the field. It was a great experience. It's a lifetime experience. You just It's something you'll never forget. You'll right. just think about it a lot. You know, just how how magical it is that moment. Tell us about Harvest Host, because Harvest Host was there, right? Yes. They were there as a sponsor, Mm -hmm. and they had a a fifth wheel trailer set up with uh, people all around, and then they had a booth at the fairgrounds itself. I guess we're a little bit famous within the Harvest Host family that uh, they had us come by for an interview. So they uh, did a uh, recording of our story and what we were there for and and such in in support of Harvest Host as well. They've been very good to us. We've really enjoyed Harvest Host and just the the community that that brings out. I know what you mean. We we like them a lot too. But you guys, of course, have a very special event and that is you met in a Harvest Host in Louisiana and you wound up getting married. They must be through the roof. I mean, that's... They call us the Harvest Host Sweethearts, oh. is what they call us. We walked up there, and they said, you're the Harvest yes. Host Sweethearts. Oh, they know and all the, about you. Yes. And the owner of Harvest Host, they went and found him and brought him over and introduced him to us. So they gave us the special pins. Yes. They had special pins for the... Special pins for the Balloon Fiesta, and wow. they gave and us t-shirts. t-shirts and... Yeah. Nice. And a little bit of swag. That's we, fantastic. Yeah. We just love them. They are been so good to us. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Well, 
I take it everything's going well. You're living in your RV. Where are some of the other spots that you've visited here since we've last spoken you've really liked? Well, just most recently, we we were at the Petrified Forest National Park. Mm -hmm. We drove through there and we went back right at sunset. And the the sunset over the area there was just... The Mesa was was amazing. And the painted desert. Painted desert. The painted painted desert desert. with all the various colors. And at sunset, those colors are just magnified. So it was a very, very neat drive through that. Sunset was a a highlight again for me. I think for me, when this summer, when we went up to Maine and just drove along the coastline of Maine and crossed over into Canada, and I got to meet David's sister's. And I mean, instantly fell in love with his sisters. Oh, <laughs> I don't have great. any sisters, so oh. other than my sister friends, yes. But I got to meet his sisters, and so that was amazing because they are just awesome ladies and That's with a amazing beautiful families. area too. And then we went to Quebec City, and that was fantastic. Oh, fantastic. we've been there. We love that. Yeah, beautiful city. Yep. Yes. And then up to Ottawa, we were there in Ottawa for a week. And one of the highlights there was the presentation that they had at the Canadian Parliament buildings for the Queen's 70th anniversary. And that was a really interesting evening for us as well. We, yeah. we had dinner at the Chateau and then walked on over to the Parliament buildings and watched that. So that was another highlight. I made reservations for the this place. and I just did it through open table. You know, I was just like, eh. he's like. You got us reservations here, and I'm like, At the chateau. Is and, it okay? Is there something wrong? Is it really? It's expensive? the highlight. It's the best place in. And in we the had city. this beautiful view of the, the river. The and river, the... and oh, it was just amazing. We sat outside and had a, a nice glass of wine and some pasta, and and then we left beautiful. there and we came down through Sault Ste. Marie mm-hmm. into uh, Michigan. And I got to go to the Snowmobile Hall of Fame oh. in the UP, and that was a highlight for me. Sure. I, I grew up driving snowmobiles in my youth, and so that was kind of fun to see all the old snowmobiles that they had there. So, And then we came down through into uh, towards Indianapolis and spent part of the summer in Indianapolis visiting with Michelle's grandchildren and, and son and daughter. That was fun. We've got a great campground there just on the north side of Indianapolis that we stay at. And we're hopeful that next year we're going to get a work camping job there so we can spend some more time with her family in the area. And then traveling in the winter. We're already making plans for next winter. Yeah, you know what? You have to do (laughs) that, don't you? Throughout the year here, have you noticed are the camps really full? Has it been easy to get reservations? I'm the one in charge of making the reservations and plotting out where we're going. Mm -hmm. So I usually make reservations about six months to a year in advance. Especially in state parks, you have to make them a year in advance. That's interesting because for me, I don't know where I'm going to be in six months or a year. How do you know? How could you do that? You key know? spots. I think she she identifies key spots that we want to go to. And you just kind of focus on You have on to get that. those yeah. ones in, your, on the schedule. Yeah. Get those things. Okay. And then you can fill in as the dates get closer. I fill in with harvest hosts. And if we need a little bit longer stay, we'll go to a state park through the week. It's usually easier to find a state park through the week. Mm-hmm. And then we try to utilize our membership with Thousand Trails as much as possible to save money because diesel gas is, oh, yeah. is so expensive. Yes. Yeah, definitely. So mm-hmm. we're not moving as much right, right. now. Mm-hmm. We're staying and utilizing our membership as much as we can. Right. 
and to save on fuel, but we're still traveling from place to place to place. And we're filling in when we're in Arizona this uh, winter, most of the winter will be here. Mm-hmm. We go into our membership for 21 days and then we go out to a state park mm-hmm. and then we go into the membership right. and then we go out for a state park yeah. because right. we have to be out for seven yeah, days. Yeah, there's right. a limit to how yeah. many days you can stay yep. in yes. the mm-hmm. memberships. Mm-hmm. But I should mention, we are in Sedona, Arizona right now yes, recording this. Yeah. And this is not too shabby. Oh, no. <laughs> no. no. This is one of the it. nicer RV parks that we've been at. Yeah. yeah. We each pick something that is close to our heart for volunteering. Close to his heart is um, Habitat for Humanity. Right. So we're going over there to Las Cruces to work again for them this winter for oh, okay. two weeks. And they give you an RV spot and laundry and a full hookup site. And then we get to volunteer for them and work to help build a home for someone in need. So he chose that. And then in March, we go to Best Friends Animal Society in Utah. I work in the bunny room and with the cat adoptions and the dog adoptions. Oh, and, and I'm nice. going to go and, and work with the dogs. And they have a program where you can take the dog out and take it for a walk or take it for a drive. And you can even take it home for a night Wow! and socialize with it. And then... Uh, Take it back the next day. Just oh, give it a break out of the yeah. out of the right. Yeah. Oh, that would be fun. And, yeah, oh, we're just awesome. really excited about those two. And especially we have to do. Utah, Great. love yes. Utah. Yes, yes, we're going to look forward to being around through Utah. I've worked in Utah for periods of time and been able to get to all all of the national parks there, and so I'm anxious to to take and show her some of the sites in, in Utah. Yeah, I've not been there yet, so it'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Well, you guys have a couple of things that my wife wants really bad. Oh. <laughs> E-bikes. Oh. <laughs> now, what kind do you have? They're called Pedico. Mm-hmm. Yes. And they come with a really nice guarantee, don't they? Yes. All throughout the United States, there are stores dotted throughout the United States. So anytime we're in a area that's new to us... We'll go visit the Pedigo store. We'll look online and see where their nearest Pedigo store is. And just happens they're having a Pedigo Palooza in Scottsdale, Arizona. And so you go there for the day and you all do a bike ride together and just enjoy some, you know, refreshments and, and get to see what Pedigo has that's new. And they're great bikes. And one of the, the nice things that I like about them is the security that comes with them. When you get a bike and get a lock, a Pedigo lock that goes with it, and you lock up your bike, and if it happens to be stolen because someone has cut the lock or taken the lock off in some way, Pedigo will actually go and, and replace the bike. Wow. Because the it's like an insurance policy when they buy a lock and have it all locked up mm-hmm. with their lock. So that's a really nice feature of the Absolutely. of the security side of things. And you can go for, what, 50 miles on 50 a charge? 50 miles on mm-hmm. a charge, yeah. And, and it's so nice when you don't even think about hills anymore mm-hmm. or riding into the wind you just pedal it just keep on pedaling and it's like you're pedaling on the flat it's and you got a little wonderful assist, right yep. mm-hmm. that's great They're for great. people like me who are uh, <clears throat> almost 70 <laughs> <laughs> well we're all getting up there yeah. <laughs> now these are the bikes that fell off the back of your car yes. driving yes. right yes oh, oh, oh. Yes. how did this happen well oh, <laughs> we were driving scary. down interstate 40 doing 65 miles an hour and and a car comes up beside me and it starts waving and and honking their horn and and so i pull right over and i get out and walk around the back and come back into the rv and tell michelle our bikes are gone oh. 
I about started crying. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Oh, no. Did you so, think they were stolen? What did you think at the time? I, I we didn't were in know. Shock. Didn't know yeah. what had happened. And, and the carrier was gone and the bikes were gone. And so a trucker came up behind us and he came out and he says, are those your bikes back there on the side of the road? And I says, yeah. He says, well, get in gear and go back there and get them. Because he could see that we were in shock. So mm-hmm. we unhooked the Jeep and went across the median and back the other way. And, and another trucker had stopped and had pulled them off the side. And he and I loaded them back onto our Jeep. And I strapped them down with a with a ratchet strap and got back to the motor home and hooked back up. And we drove on a little ways until the first exit and got off and took a breath and made sure everything, everything was reattached. Everything and- was good and solid. And then uh, thank God mm-hmm. and went on through and, and carried on. But miraculously, there was no very minimal damage to the bikes as, as they fell off. So And it, nobody hit them as they fell off. Oh, yeah. My goodness. And then while he was back there making sure that or getting them picked up with the trucker, somebody else pulled in front of the RV and just got out and it was another trucker and a van. And they said, are you guys OK? Everybody was just so helpful and so kind. And I mean, truckers do a lot for people that are traveling down the road and very very thankful they're very very thankful for them yeah yeah so people stop and help you and there's good people out there that's incredible it is and you think about those bikes they fell off at 60 miles an hour and hardly any damage to them or anything some scrapes that's amazing that's that's a good name. Yeah. Yes. I remember yes. the name of those bikes. Yes. yes. <laughs> yep. Pedigo yeah. bikes and the and the bike carrier is called One Up. Mm-hmm. It's manufactured up in Wisconsin, and it's a little bit of a pricey carrier, but it was super good to hold the bikes. And it was kind of my fault that the pin that went in wasn't completely secured, and oh. the pin came out and it slid out of the mm-hmm. out of the hitch and and just fell out. The roads are were the contributing factor and the bumps going over it and, yeah. and everything just sort of shakes as you're going down the road and and that was the thing that uh, caused it to fall out but i'll tell you we came down from flagstaff to sedona on 17 no yes. oh, yeah we did that God. one too Gosh, i thought we were awful. on the dark oh. side of the moon yeah <laughs> oh my God. everything's just yeah. rattling oh. and shaking i finally got in the left lane because the left lane was better and yeah. i said hey you know if you don't fix your roads i'm driving in the left lane yep. <laughs> yeah yeah so, that was very bad it was a rough ride that's oh, for sure it was <laughs> So what do you have planned coming up? Where are we going after? Oh, we're going to... We're, <laughs> Don't to look think, at me. <laughs> I didn't bring the schedule with me. We're going to Homelovi State Park. Yeah, oh, yeah. Nice. Have you been there? No. Oh, we just came from there. Yeah. Oh, is that where you guys were? Yeah, mm-hmm. we were there the night before... Like, yeah, you'll love that. Before last. Oh, yes. Oh, love it. Yeah, yeah we're going to go back up there, mm-hmm. and then we're going to come down and go down near Mesa, Arizona, near mm-hmm. Phoenix and Scottsdale, mm-hmm. and... Then we're going to end up in California. At Palm Desert. At Palm mm-hmm. Desert. And then we're coming back over and going to Las Cruces to do our volunteer time. And then I did some rearranging with our schedule. And we're going to go to Karishner Ka- Caverns or oh, something. Yeah, Karishner. Oh, yeah, Karishner. Karishner Caverns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're going to go down there and do Tombstone and Bisbee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're going to stay at the state park there? At the state park, Ka- yeah. You'll love that. I, yeah, That's we've a been great there. park. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very and nice. And it's all based on being dark at night so you can see the Milky the Way. Skies. Yes. Yeah. So that'll yes. be a lot of fun. Yes. And we probably will cross paths again. I know. Yes. I hope, I hope so. so. Yes. 
and hopefully my daughter who's in New York City will be coming over and spending Christmas with us. So, oh, nice. So that's, we're looking forward to that, too. Oh, that's going to be nice. But okay. I know we got plans tonight for dinner, don't we? Yes, yes we do. <laughs> we are going to a really fun place called Jerome, mm-hmm. the town of Jerome. Uh-huh. It's up in the mountains, and it was a it's a fascinating spot. But at the height of the mining that was going on there, the copper mining, there were 15,000 people living in that area. Wow. Oh. And when the mines closed in the 50s, everyone left, and it went down to 50 people people Whoa. Were, li- were listed as living there and now there's they're in the 500 range and it's become a tourist destination yeah it's really just... a fun place to go to and we're going to a, a place a restaurant that michelle's anxious to go to it's called the haunted hamburger the haunted... Oh gosh i'm so excited that's gonna be fun i know yeah yeah we'll have fun with that yes yeah. well we want to thank you guys once again for your time yeah. we're thrilled we're thrilled we finally got to meet you you I guys know. have just have been inspirational to us and and we just love listening to your podcasts thank you so much david and michelle brown now we posted a link for the albuquerque balloon fiesta in the description below as well as links to those other fun events oh yeah and by the way the haunted hamburger restaurant was so good oh my gosh best burgers ever yep so if you're ever in the sedona area or Cottonwood, Arizona, that area, a drive to Jerome is well worth it. Mm-hmm. It's a cool old mining town. It's got so much history. They say it's a ghost town. Well, our time is up. Thank you very much for listening. You can follow us at rockingthervlife.com. We're rocking the RV life on Instagram too. And you can find me, Jeff Kinsbach, on Facebook. And we write a monthly column in the Sunday edition of the Cleveland Plain Dealer newspaper. Now, Jeff, I wonder, how far can I chuck a pumpkin? Oh, I want to see you try one of those shipwreck drinks in New Orleans. All right. It's the Rockin' the RV Life podcast with Jeff and Patty. Hear more of their adventures on the road with our next episode. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and tell your friends.